Kathleen and your girl Cassie coming at you with a spooky episode. Ooh, I'm so excited to be here with my little goblin and gooblin. Okay. That's you. You're my goblin and gooblin. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, today today's going to be a super fun episode. Halloween is coming up and like every holiday in Buffalo, we do Halloween right. So we're going to get a little spooky, get a little sexy today. Uh, that's a heads up for people with kids. Make sure the earbuds are in and they're not listening to this one. Yeah, this is technically an after dark episode because we're going to say some pretty provocative things. We're going to say some things you definitely don't want anybody else hearing, like not your co-workers, not your boss, not your children, you know, not your grandma. Okay. So let's kick it off talking about some Halloween fun from our past because I know you probably have some good stories. I got a couple of good ones. Kick it off, Cassie. Okay, well, first of all, were you a major, like, Halloween dresser-upper? Um, When I was younger, yeah, but in my later years, I stopped dressing up so much. I mean, I love dressing up for Halloween, but I don't know. It's just having a kid now, it always just kind of gets away from me. I'm not one of those moms that does, like, the whole family dresses up, probably because Natalie just wants to do what she wants to do and Scott's not interested, but maybe, maybe I'll get back into it one of these days. Okay, but what about when you were in your 20s and, like, college and stuff? Um, what do you think? <laughs> yes, I was. Yeah, I think you were. See, I was not, and I'm always like... What? what? No, I mean, I put in minimal, minimal effort. I never wanted to waste my money. Costumes oh. are expensive, and then, like, oh, just to, like, look sexy and cute, to go out and stand in the fucking woods, like, that's where our parties were, like, in the woods. I'm like, I'm not gonna dress in a tiny little slutty outfit, no shame against that, but to stand in the woods and freeze my ass off. Plus, they were, like, 50 60 $70. I remember some of my friends spending, like, $100. I was not into that. I'm gonna put my $100 towards, like, an outfit I can wear more than one time. Well, after listening to that, honestly, I don't think your problem is money. I think your problem is where you were going. You're going in the woods and it's fucking end of October. It's freezing. You needed to go to like a bar or like a big Halloween party or like go to the Statler, the witch's ball. Did you ever hear that? (laughs) No. I mean, you needed to do something more fun. Like, obviously, getting they all the, I bet you we had more fun than you did. I don't want to go to the witch's ball at the Statler. Like, I was in the fucking woods, and we were having a blast, and we were drinking jungle juice. So, I'm... No. I am Sounds fine like that being sucks. in the woods. <laughs> I'm fine with it, for, for your Halloween... To debut your Halloween costume in the woods, you probably... Nobody can even see you. Not that I was doing, like, the Statler... <laughs> But we would go to, like, Chippewa, and, like, everybody would be dressed up in their Halloween costume. Like, to me, that's, like, way more inspiring than just, like, okay, let me go to the woods in my sexy, cute costume well, that I worked hard we on. we weren't going to drive an hour to go to Buffalo. So, anyways. That's true. Okay. Oh, my God. Our woods parties, I would change nothing. And it was way cheaper. I was probably saved about a million dollars compared to everyone that went out on Chippewa that night. But we would do it right. Like, so, like, it was the same guy every single year that would have the Halloween party. It was way back in the woods, but he would have it all lit up with jack-o'-lanterns, lights. And then you'd go back there. There'd be a big, huge fire. He had a fort back there. So there was some inside. There was the jungle juice. So you could see everybody's costume. I typically had, like, you know, like a sheet 
weed over my head or something really ridiculous <laughs> like oh my that. Although my favorite costume, I did borrow my sister's Pocahontas costume the one year. And me and my cousin Ashley went to this party and we had the best night of our life. And that was probably like the cutest I ever looked on Halloween. And then one year, me and my friend did dress up as like gangsters. So we were like cute gangsters, not sexy. We were still, you know, had the suit on and stuff. But I'm just so surprised by this because there are definitely ways you can buy clothes that you can wear again but then use as a costume for sure I mean obviously you're not wearing angel wings everywhere (laughs) but like you know the white dress and I'm using that as an example because that's what I did I bought a white tube top dress and I dressed up as an angel one year that was my absolute favorite costume I ever did and my best girlfriend at the time she did a devil costume so we like did like a pair we went together oh how original it wasn't original but it was a lot of fun it was really cute I slathered blue sparkly eyeshadow all over my eyes. I looked crazy, but it was a fun night. No, it sounds cute. We got to post pictures of us and then we got to inspire all of our listeners to post their best throwback Halloween picture. Do you have any like crazy Halloween stories? Yeah, I do. Let's hear it. Somebody stole my car. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was taking a sip of my coffee when he said that I almost spit it out. Oh my God. Okay. Somebody stole your car. Explain. Oh my God. So was it your ex? Well, he had my keys because we showed up separately. I don't remember exactly, but we showed up separately. He had my car because his car was in the shop or something. And then I came with a friend, I think. So he had my keys. He left them in the car. And everybody parked their cars up and down the street and stuff. So anybody could get into it, you know, dark streets. And his friend was hammered and stole my car. I was like, what the actual fuck goes on? This was my life. This is my life. Okay, awesome. I don't know how we ended up tracking him down. Oh, I think we just realized that that particular guy was missing. And so my ex called him. And he's like, holy, he was blacked out. He didn't even know that he, that it was my car that he took. And and he somehow drove from Barker to Lindenville, 15, 20 minute drive on dark, huge ditch roads and didn't crash my car. Thank God. Oh my God. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. And he told us, he's like, I must've blacked out. Whatever. (laughs) No big deal. Sorry. God, That's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. What about you? What's your crazy? I feel like you got one, especially the night that you were the little angel dressed up as. (laughs) You were Um, really probably the little devil. Let's hear it. (laughs) Probably. No, I'm actually laughing because remember our coffee date with Miss Kay and you guys were talking about how you would never have never made out with a guy in a bar. And I was like, yeah, but then I kind of hesitated. Yeah. Remember that? And then you guys were like calling me out like, have you? You're being awfully quiet. And then I'm like, I may have, but I don't remember. But I feel like if I ask my girlfriends, I might get some feedback. So dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Yes. The night that I dressed up as an angel and my girl Nora dressed up as a devil, we were at 67 West on Chippewa. That was our spot. We used to go there all the time. I ran into a guy I had worked with over the summer that I had like a major, major crush on, but he had like a very serious girlfriend. So, you know, we were just friends. So I ran into him and he had broken up with this girl. 
So I was like flirting so hard with him and we ended up making out that night. Nora told me we ended up making out that night for like an hour, like in the corner. Wait, Nora, Nora had to tell you that you made out with him for an hour? Yes, because I had a vague memory, but I'm like, I need confirmation of somebody else that was there because I don't really remember. Like, I remember flirting with him and then I remember the aftermath. He actually was like blowing up my phone like crazy and I wasn't really- He fell in love. Yeah, he was blowing me up. And by that point, I wasn't interested. It was, you know. Yeah, like, dude, it was a drunk night makeout sesh in the corner of a dirty bar. Pretty much. And honestly, I hate to say this, but sometimes once you have something, you don't really want it anymore. You know, like you want what you can't have. It was one of those situations. He was really cute, though, but he got really crazy and needy. I'm like, please stop calling me. But anyways, yeah. So she confirmed for me. Yep. Yep. I made out that night. Was the makeout? Do you remember? We might need to get Nora on the line. Um, (laughs) Was the makeout session like slobbery tongues flashing all over the face type of makeout or was it like a hot sensual turning everybody on in the bar type of makeout (laughs) keep in mind how fucking drunk I was so I remember it being very sensual like we were flirting for a while and then we were just making out I would never be sloppily making out with anybody in the corner I hope not again maybe I did and I just don't know I'll need to I'll need to ask Kelly she'll she'll remember all that stuff but I remember it being very sensual hot sexy I don't know if I was turning on anybody else in the bar but I was certainly turned on like as Nora was telling me the story I was starting to like remember everything did he do anything else to you in the bar no ew god no I no absolutely (laughs) well next question (laughs) <laughs> was this makeout session a trick or a treat for everybody in the bar? Girl, this was oh, for everybody in the bar? Yes. I don't everybody. fucking know. Okay, for you. Well, it was a treat for me. So I'm gonna assume it was also a treat for everybody else in the bar. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he was hot. Like he was like super cute. He kind of looked like Ryan Phillippe. Ooh. Yeah, he oh was hot. God. He was hot. Yeah. But he had been with that girl for like 10 years. It was like one of those relationships that just broke up. So he's like a guy that's like not used to being alone and thought he could kind of glob onto me. And I was just like, uh, not having it Sorry, anymore. <laughs> I know. He probably got back together with her. Go back to jerking off in the corner. Bye. Oh my God. Hey, we said this was an after dark episode, so I'm trying to really bring the heat now. Bring the heat, baby. (laughs) All right, we got a fun little segment for you guys. We are going through a couple of things, and we are going to decide if it is a trick or if it's a treat. Cassie, why don't you kick it off? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You love this one. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Is this a trick or a treat? Anal sex. <laughs> I'm just going to rip the band-aid off up the butt. What do you you go first? Dude, I think that is a trick. I am not into that shit at all. I mean, I'm not against a little butt stuff, but to put an entire penis in my ass it sounds so miserable and awful like and no thank you oh my god it's so disgusting and it hurts I don't want wait have you tried it no hasn't it accidentally slipped up 
oh, yes, there's been some quote-unquote accidents that have happened. And yes, it does hurt. You're right. Traumatic. It hurts so bad. You're like going, going, going. And then all of a sudden slipped in there. Like you literally, like I literally thought that I was just stabbed and I was on my deathbed. Yeah. Yeah. I really would love to hear from some girls that like butt sex that do it often because I, I no, it just, it doesn't appeal to me at all. I, and I take it back. I immediately, I immediately said no, have never tried it. But like, I know in the past that maybe like, I feel like every guy wants to, and then it's like, yeah, you think the whole thing is in there, but really it's, it, it, it it's like the head. Yeah. I <laughs> have you tried it? Um, no, just like some accidents, like it's almost slipped in and then I'm like, ah, wrong hole, like stop. But I can tell it's not something I would like, but I bet you those girls that like it are like, you're not doing it right. You need a lot of lube. You need to be in the right moment. Maybe take a Xanax or something, smoke a little weed, relax your whole body. And then that's when you like it. I'm assuming. I feel like the older you get, oh, here we go again. Oh, here Um, we go. Part four. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. We're not doing a part four. But seriously, (laughs) I feel like that's more of like a young thing because we had one of our friends, hashtag anonymous, say the older that they get, the less interested they are in the anal sex. You're putting something in where somebody goes number two. And out of all the swear words and things that I'm saying today, I didn't say shit. I had to say number two. (laughs) So how we described it was, it's like saying, no, I don't want the filet. I will take the farm-raised tilapia. Nobody does this unless you're fucking weird. Also, ever think about it? You're in someone's asshole where they shit. No thanks. Give me the filet. Leave the farm-raised tilapia behind. (laughs) Farm-raised tilapia. That's the best explanation and analogy ever. I like how we included farm-raised because obviously wild-caught is much better than farm-raised, right? Maybe we're going wild-caught, but not farm-raised. Oh my God. 10, 15 years ago, I would have never understood that analogy. Like farm-raised, what does that mean? Farm-raised is disgusting. (laughs) This is the best analogy ever. Right. I bet maybe younger people like butt sex more because it's easier to get pregnant. I don't know. Or like you're not easier to get pregnant. You just said they like butt sex because it's easier to get pregnant. Yeah. I'm saying they'll choose butt sex over regular sex because you can't get pregnant because it's easier to get pregnant the younger you are. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm probably like that, especially like if they fuck around a lot and they're, you know, having sex with girls that they don't really know that well, they probably want the guarantee that the girl's not going to come back a month later and be like, hey, I'm pregnant and we barely know each other. See, I think it's more of like, I want to say that I just fucked that girl in the ass. That's what I think. I, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's. And I think that the thing. girl is like, oh, I want to be the cool girl that lets him fuck me in the ass. Oh, my God. If anybody that is listening to this is doing that, stop immediately. We do not do things to please men. Reference back to a few episodes ago. Your pleasure first. Fuck them. Yep. <laughs> fuck them. Okay. So the next trick or treat we have is sex on the first date. Cassie, what do you think? Trick or treat? Oh, man. I think I'm going to go treat. Mm. Back in the day, I'm not going to lie, I definitely would have said trick. 
But that's because how we all kind of grew up, you know, like, oh, you have sex on the first date. You're a slut. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have sex on the first date. She's not wifey material. She's probably fucking everybody, you know. And I believed that in the time. So I would have said trick back in the day, but now I would for sure say treat. Obviously, every situation is circumstantial. I'm not saying to go out there and just like have sex with anybody and everybody. But if you're on a first date and you guys are vibing and you're loving it and it just feels right, I say go for it. It does not make you a slut. Like it just doesn't. I think it's overrated to have to feel like you have to wait five dates. Totally. So I'm with you, girl. I think it's a motherfucking treat. Um, But to elaborate it on a little bit, I do think it depends on your frame of mind at the time, because I'm a big believer that I think it's important for women to protect their energy from just straight up fucking losers. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Yes. And I say that as a woman who has slept with a lot of losers. (laughs) But when you're in that moment and you got that spark with somebody, I think it really depends on how well you know them and I would say how strong your like emotional connection with them is at the time like how attached are you to this guy have you known him for a long time now you've you're going on a date and you've got a major major crush on him and you know once you sleep with him if he ghosts you which we have to take that in as a possibility it's going to kill you then I think you should wait But if you just met this guy a couple of times, he's fucking hot, you're vibing with him, you have no real attachment to him emotionally, fucking go for it, girl. Get that big O that night. And, you know, if it's Halloween and you're dressed up as an angel, it's even better. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, I think you got to assess what kind of headspace you're in at the time, whether or not you're going to sleep with someone right off the bat. So just for an example, my husband, we met each other a couple of months. Then we went on a date, first date. So I didn't sleep with him on the first date. But on our second date, we fucked. And look at us now. We're married. So at the time, I was emotionally stronger. I knew that he was very into me. I knew him well enough that he probably wouldn't ghost me, but also I knew that if he did, I'd be okay to walk away from it too. So it really was my headspace at the time. I I felt stronger to like, if he was pulling away, I'd be like, okay, bye. You know, like, don't need you, don't care. So it allowed me that night on that second date to really just like enjoy sleeping with him which I did. It was amazing. No, I love that you said that and that you called out to be in the right headspace because that is for sure key to all of this because you do, you have to be prepared because a lot of guys definitely do think that you might be like a little hoe bag if you sleep with them on the first night, but it comes down to, okay, have you guys been talking for a couple of weeks and really getting to know each other and you're just now going on a actual first date. Like we're not talking about going to the bar, meeting somebody, hooking up that night. We're talking about a guy's actually taking you out on a date. So, cause there's a huge difference between that. Oh, big difference. And I've heard like testimonials from guys that are admitting like once we have what we were pursuing, we're no longer interested. So this is a real thing that happens. So you yeah. then, like we said, need to protect your own energy. Make sure you're in the right headspace if that does happen. Right. And if you want to make him sweat it out and go on freaking 10 dates and hold out just to keep making him pursue you, then you do that too. Just to make him suffer. Like Jason coming with a knife on Halloween Eve. 
just stand over him with that knife like i'm gonna get you motherfucker <laughs> we are taking this halloween episode super serious super literal yeah no but overall i don't know i think there's definitely something to be said throwing caution to the wind and just having some fun and enjoying yourself if you feel like you're able to do that without it ruining your life the next day when the guy goes to you <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, All right. So we got a couple of more trick-or-treaties. Next one. Cassie, drunk sex with your ex. Trick or treat? You know. (laughs) I love when you get breathy. (laughs) Well, this is an after dark. Oh, yeah. Let's get a little ASMR. Does that turn you on i'm so turned on (laughs) okay i'm gonna go trick fuck yeah i'm gonna fucking go trick like hardcore trick you gotta move on he's an ex for a reason move on that ship has sailed do not keep recycling kath i know you had experience with recycling we're just not doing it anymore hell no trick motherfucking trick bitch Ooh, I love that girl. Yeah, I think it was episode, it was Welcome to the Jungle. Maybe that's episode eight. But uh, yeah, I think I talked about uh, the familiarity is nice with your ex. Like, you know, and you're drunk and maybe you feel a little lonely and you've got the guy that you know is going to give you that good D, which is great. But then the aftermath is so fucking depressing. Ladies, not worth it. Go home. If you're really feeling it, get the vibrator out. Do what you got to do. You'll be much happier in the morning when you don't go back. Yes. Yes. All right. I think we got one more trick or treat here. I'm going to ask you now. Let me see. What can I come up with in this little mushy brain of mine? I know. All right, Kath. Here we go. Trick or treat. Dating multiple men at once. Boom. Girl, that's a motherfucking treat. Been there, done that. Woo! (laughs) Okay, you need to elaborate, though. Because we're not (laughs) saying, like, go cheat on a gazillion men. So give us some context. I'm not talking about cheating. I'm talking about you've not committed to these men. You're just dating around. So you've not told any of these men we are boyfriend and girlfriend. I definitely, it was actually before Scott... I was like had three guys going at once and I was really interested in Scott too, but I couldn't do anything because I was hanging out with his friend. So I was hanging out with his friend. We were not, um, we didn't like hook up, like we didn't have sex or anything like that. We were mostly just hanging out. We would make out and stuff like that, but you know, he was taking me out to dinner, shit like that, whatever. And then I had another guy I was sleeping with and he was also taking me out too. So I was going back and forth between the two of them. And number three, unfortunately, was an ex that I was still sleeping with like on and off. All the while, every time I was around Scott, I was like, oh my God, this guy's so hot. I'm really vibing with him. I wish I could just get rid of all of these guys and just hang out with him. (laughs) Ironically enough, a month later, we ended up sleeping on the second date. But um, yes, it was a lot of fun. I felt so powerful. I loved every fucking second of it. Every time I was with one guy and I was texting another Oh my God, I got such a charge. It was so amazing. Maybe after all those years of being fucked over by all those stupid fuck boys, that's why it felt so good. But yeah, girl, treat. Yeah. 
treat, man. Go for it. If you're feeling it, go for it. It's not a long-term thing, but. Right. Exactly. It's not a long-term thing, but you know what? Kath and I, we're just going to support you girls in whatever you want to do, basically. (laughs) Whatever your pursuits are, ladies, we're on the sidelines cheering for you. Let's go. Let's go. Fuck those stupid boys. Fuck those stupid boys. L-E-T-S-G-O. Woo! L-E-T-S-G-O. Come on, Biblo baddies. Let's go. (laughs) I was a cheerleader in case anyone doesn't remember. I will continue to remind everybody. I was going to say, how could they forget? We talk about it on every episode. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every episode. (laughs) Um. So I'm going to say we actually have agreed, I think, on every single trick or treat, which is surprising because there's usually at least one or two things that you and I do not agree on. So you guys, you've heard it here before when we don't agree on something or we have different views. Normally we can talk through them, but like we actually agreed on every single thing because I'm going to say treat pretty much for why you just explained where as long as you're not, if you're not committed to all of them and you want to just like act like a dude for a little bit and be texting. And even if you're not going on actual dates with these guys, even if you're just like text flirting one and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe yeah. you hang out at the bar in a group setting or something and you're flirting with this one, but then you want to go make out with this guy tomorrow, like do your thing for a little bit if that's what you need to do. And that's actually probably going to help you figure out what you do and what you don't want when you do meet your match and when you do meet your future husband. So if you're not ready to commit or you haven't met anybody yet, that you're wanting to commit to, it's actually good to have a deep bench. I don't really care how slutty that sounds, but when one guy is not texting you back for a couple of days, you got the other ones to fall back on and like you just don't care as much. Now, don't do it with an ex because that's depressing. But if you got a bench of a couple of guys that you're hanging out with, maybe you're not even sleeping with all of them. You got a different thing exactly. going on with each guy. You got to back up when the one pisses you off. So you're not just like crying and upset over the one that's not texting you back or being an asshole, whatever. Right. And maybe you do this for two weeks and you're good. Maybe you do it for two months and you're good. If you want to do it for two fucking years, go for it. It's really just about what you're feeling. That's what all of this comes down to. It's like, just do what you feel in your heart is, I was going to say the right thing to do, but that doesn't sound good. My God. Are you the mom of the the group here? I know. I know. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if it's going to make you feel powerful, you feel good. If this is what you need in your soul to figure out what you do want and what you don't want, then it's totally fine. At the end of the day, it's not about them. It's about you. Yes, exactly. Sorry, boys. <laughs> but they do the same thing constantly and they don't even have to talk about it on a podcast. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Woo, girl, I loved this episode. I just love talking about sex. I want to continue to do that. I hope that's okay with you. (laughs) But anyways, are you all hot and bothered? I'm a little hot and bothered. Yeah, yeah. Um... I was going to tell you what I was going to do about it, but I'll spare you. Um, All right, girl, let's hear your quote of the day. (laughs) Are people even going to want us to go back to Sunday morning brunch, even though we would actually still talk about all this stuff at Sunday morning brunch with our girlfriends? But yeah. Our listeners are going to be like, um, can you please release more after dark episodes? 
This is amazing. Okay. All right. What's your quote, girl? All right. My quote of the day. I'm going to read it in a spooky voice. Oh. A spooky, sexy voice. Ooh. Okay. Here we go. Try and control yourself, Kathleen. Okay. I will. Though my soul may set in darkness. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Okay. Do it again. I won't laugh. I won't laugh. I won't laugh. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try doing it without. Laughing. Oh my god. Okay. <sighs> All right. I think you gotta. I think you gotta leave that in. Okay. Here we go. Though my soul may set in darkness, it will rise in perfect light. I have loved the stars too fondly to be fearful of the night. i totally envisioned reading it in that voice but it is actually still really true like no matter what dark times you go through you're gonna rise above and you love the stars so much like the bright light do not be scared of those dark times you know like i just loved it well, I'm really glad you explained it to me because I couldn't get past the voice. I wasn't like retaining anything about the quote. Oh my I just god! To the voice. That's a great quote, though, and a good message for sure. So, okay, we are at the end of the episode. Let's get into our below shoutouts. Obviously, hello, it's Halloween. It's all we've been talking about, and you know, Buffalo does Halloween right. So all weekend long, there's so many fun things going on. Uh, the funnest thing I saw, aside from the witch's ball at the Statler, is there is a Halloween bar crawl on Hurdle. Step Out oh Buffalo goodness. posted like a, a cute reel about it. Um, it looks like so much fun. Oh, I wonder how bars. many angels and devil costumes there's gonna be. Yes. Okay. I know it's not very original. It was my favorite costume ever, though. I looked so cute. I'm posting a picture of it in stories. <laughs> But yeah, it looks like all of Hurdle is going to be partying and dressed up in their Halloween costumes. So we're releasing a little early this week, guys. So if you don't have any plans yet, you should definitely check that out. Yeah, what else is going on? Well, and then I guess for the families, uh, you got the Great Pumpkin Farm. We did that this year. We do it every year. It's in Clarence, and it's not all for the kids. They've got a ton of bars. They've got food. It's they usually have live music. It's super duper fun. Ooh. You can pick your pumpkin. There's rides for the kids. There's actually a, a giant playground right near the bar. So you can like put the kids on the playground and just sit and have your drink. So if you have not gotten your pumpkin yet, you should check out the Great Pumpkin Farm. Yeah, because pumpkins aren't just for Halloween. Like you can have them go all the way to Thanksgiving as long as the squirrels don't freaking eat them. But, right. you know, just don't carve them. They'll be fine. All right. That stuff sounds amazing everybody get in your last weekend of halloween fun and everybody be safe enjoy thank you for listening to our first after dark episode make sure to follow and subscribe to baron below and don't forget y'all we got our merch it's on our website www.bearinbelow.com we've got hats we've got shirts crew necks tumblers and earrings super duper cute stuff we already got a ton of orders in so make sure you go check it out i know because we already sold out of the hot pink hat we need to get more in asap and the crew neck sweatshirt in the black in size small we've got none left so we're going to be doing some more ordering so make sure you get your stuff guys Yes, and join the wait list if we're sold out of anything. We'll let you know as soon as we get it back in stock. Go 
buy our merch, baby. Thank you for listening, guys, on this sexy little episode. We love you. Happy Halloween, Biblo baddies. Bye-bye. Happy Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 Oh, I had a joke to say. Oh, what was it? If the broom fits, ride it. That's all. (laughs) 